You're listening to the Fitzy and Whipper podcast. If you've just woken up, Olivia Newton-John has passed away today. Sad news, at the age of 73, we're getting Magda on. Um, she's in a brand new show. This looks really good. Tomorrow night, 8.45 on Channel 9. It's called After the Verdict. But have we got her now? Are you there, Magda? Hello. Oh. Hi, Magda. How are you? Oh, bad. how are you, mate? That's the oh, first question sad. we want to ask you. Sad day. It's really... Sad, really sad day, yeah. I know. You were close to Olivia. Loved Olivia. Yeah. Oh, you know, she was just a superb human, you know, really humble. Just, you know, we were so lucky to have her in this country, mm. really. And just the amount of support she gave, like, you know, I think people don't even know things. Like, she sort of introduced ABBA to America. And, yes. You know, she was just supported artists, um, musicians, and, of course, all the amazing work she did, you know, with breast cancer and health. And, you know, like, she was a quality human being and, and just lovely to be around. She just had this most gentle, beautiful, you know, um, mm. aura about her. So, yeah, it was a really sad day. You know, first Judith Durham and mm. and, uh, and now Olivia. It's <laughs> Tough start of the week. Weird. Yeah, yeah, it is it. weird. Here's one for you that I wanted to, because we, we just checked to see if she had been, but did you ever ask her, because you had some superstars on Kath and Kim, but did you ever ask Olivia to come on the show? Uh I don't know if no, they did. No. That would have been something that the girls and the, the would have, you know, and Rick um, McKenna, the producer, yeah. you know, would have. But no, I don't know. They might have. I'm sure she would have done it. Yeah, I it, agree. You know, she would have she, suited she, she it. Lives, oh, she would. She would have been great. Well, she would have been hilarious because she she gets the humour, you know. But <laughs> um, you know, she lives in America, so um, if she was in but, Sharon's yeah. netball team, oh, it would have been amazing. Oh my god, <laughs> Sharon would have panicked. Can I tell you, Heath Ledger, actually, after we pashed on the red carpet, yes, yes. Um, which was completely unscripted because <laughs> oh. Sharon, he didn't know that I was going to do that and he'd been having a sort of a bit of a terrible time on the red carpet and then I rocked up as Sharon and um, and just the, the impulse, I just went with the impulse, which of course was to scream, awesome. and which terrified him and, and Julia Zamiro. And then he, I was going to, the joke was I was going to pass him. He didn't know this. I was yeah. going to pass him. But of course he just, such an intuitive actor, leapt in and passed me. Launched into it. Launched into it. Now it's gone around the world and people think that I'm a real person. And some people, awesome. and, and some people say, I saw one the other day going, why are you making fun of a disabled person? Oh. And I'm like, that, not me. They were someone else. They were accusing of making fun. And I was like, "What, Sharon? Who? I don't, I Sharon was like, she wasn't disabled. No, not at all. Sharon no, was just but, a horny netballer. Well, yeah. <laughs> she had a lot of she had a lot of injuries. But but yeah. So people think you know, millions of people have seen that clip. <laughs> And they think it's a real person, and every now and then oh. I'll sort of pop in and make a comment and go, no, it's actually me. But they'd be me. so confused by how you've been able to get your hands on so many big celebrities, this weird netballer <laughs> who's making out with all these guys. You're like the female Norman Gunston. She is she's always just She's a weapon. Do you know what the funny... She, did you play... Sharon's passed a lot of people, oh, I tell you. She gets around. Did you... Did he... I, I reckon there was an element where he went in with a lipstick as well because you had the pash rash afterwards, mm. remember, Magda? And I yeah, reckon yeah. he saw that and went, I'm going to... Just spread that all over yeah. her. Well, face. I, I, t- I tell you what, I tell you what he did do. Um, afterwards, he rang me and he said that was so much fun, and he wanted to be on the show as um, Sharon Stalker, oh. which would have been hilarious. And we, so I was going to meet up with him in London, and then he died. It was again just like, oh mm, my god, you know. shock. Wow. Yeah, that yeah, would have been but, really funny. I know he was a he was a great guy because so, Kel would yeah. have stepped in there. 
Do you, do you, I mean, would have got heavy-handed if there was a stalker around my house. But you know what, Mag? Do you know? I mean, you've had an, an amazing career yourself. But do you pinch yourself sometimes when you talk stories, you know, about Heath Ledger and even you know a night out with Olivia Newton-John after yeah. watching her perform? Good does mate, Warnie. Do you pinch yourself sometimes, like that, where you are and where your career's taken you? Yeah, yeah. It is. It is sort of like. You know, when you've been around for as long as I have, these people just sort of end up being kind of the people that you know, yeah. you know, that from 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 around the place. But um, yeah, I I've really been so lucky to meet some of the you know some really wonderful human beings. Mm. And and look, I, to be honest, I don't, you know, especially when you've been around a bit, you really don't give a fat mm, rat's mm. ass about fame. Well, it's kind of like you know you've yep. seen it all. It's it's. But it's the quality of the human being that mm. strikes you, you know, and especially with, with those two, with, with Heath and with Olivia, they were, you know, real quality human beings. Oh, and so yeah. that's, that's more than anything why I consider myself. And now you're on a frigging jury. What's going on there? <laughs> have you, I mean, you, don't, you don't stop, Magda. Can, before we get into this, have you ever sat on a jury before? No. Like, have you ever, no. Have you been no. asked to? No, no. No, never been asked. I've been asked and twice I'll, now. Have you? Yeah, I've never done it though. I've been too busy entertaining an entire city here in Sydney. Um, <laughs> you would be like, you would be like Homer in the jury, where what? you're wearing those glasses as if you're still awake. Yeah, you'd be fast, <laughs> fast asleep the whole time. Fast asleep. Um, yeah. So oh, can you imagine though, if you were like in the court and you looked into the jury box and there's Sharon Strzelecki? Awesome. <laughs> it's, with a netball bib on. With a d- yeah. with a wing attack bib on. Yeah, That'd and, be the, and the skirt. Um, yeah. so, so how how do you go with the dramatic stuff? Do you like this genre? Oh, or you love it? I loved it. Mm. I loved it. Well, the great thing about this show is it's both. It's what what's called a dramedy. Yes. Um, which means it's drama and comedy. And it, I just thought it was a great premise when they first mm. told me about it. Like it's four jurors who after they've delivered the verdict, start to wonder if maybe they've got it wrong. Yeah. And so then they have to start sleuthing. So then it gets to sort of Sherlock Holmes, you know, the game is afoot. Great. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. a little bit, you know, famous five, except there's four of us, you know, yeah. <laughs> this unlikely, because that's the thing is that juries are made up of an unlikely bunch of people who might never normally meet one another mm. and who are then thrown into this extremely mm. intense experience. Mm. And, um, and you're not allowed to talk about it mm. to anyone. So you're just, you know, festering away there in your little jury gang. Of and um, so I just thought it was a really great premise. And um, it was so fun to do some drama, just really yeah. actually, you know, and especially later in the series, I really um, get to work the dramatic muscles. Great. Um, right. Yeah, with the lovely Ms. Virginia Gay, who mm-hmm. plays my fiance. Oh, God. So, here we go. That's great. Do you, mm. raise, do you raise your voice in this? Do you get quite angry? Oh, yeah. Very. Yes. Yeah, no, mate. I crack it. <laughs> oh. I crack it. Oh, look at her. She's warming up. <laughs> but but the thing is, the thing is, one of the most exciting things to me is I get to play uh, a lesbian Polish butcher. Oh. <laughs> Yes. I know, right? Yep. So typecast. I don't know. I've been waiting my whole freaking life. How did they Would choose someone, you? Would someone please, yeah. please? You've, you've written this yourself so you can finally get the role. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, to, it's yeah. tomorrow night on Channel 9, 8.45. After the verdict, please go check it out. Magda Sabansky, we love you. You're doing an amazing job. And thank you for coming in because we know it's been a sad morning for you this morning. Oh, thanks. I, it's a sad day for everyone. And, um, yeah, thanks for being so lovely. And love you guys and great to see you. And, yeah, I hope everyone enjoys the show. Thanks, thanks Magda. Magda. Lots of Bye love. now. You're listening to the Fitzy and Whipper podcast.